Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Yub, and I am here to host something new. And before we get into that, I would like to thank all my listeners and thank the ones that's making me laugh by giving listener support to the podcast. Make sure you pass this around for others to hear on their way to work or just chilling at the crib, sitting on their porch, drinking lemonade and enjoying this nice weather, depending on where you are. So let's go ahead and get into the rules. So we have Critical and Dave P. Cobb. So what happened was they both watched, I guess, uh, horror movies for, for 2020 or in 2020, and they made a top five. And so what they're going to do now, they're going to watch each other's movies that was in the top five. And they're going to decide if they will put that film from the opposing person's list onto their list. For example, if Dave P. Cove watched Friday the 13th 7, and that was in his top five, and Critical watched Nightmare on Elm Street 2, and that was in his top five, so what will happen is Dave P. Cove will go and watch Nightmare on Elm Street 2, while Critical would watch Dave P. Cove's Friday the 13th Part 7. And so then they decide, they'll give a review, and may give ratings. I believe they give ratings. And then they will decide whether or not they will enjoy, oh, excuse me, if they will place that, their opponent's movie onto their top five list. So, we don't know which movie they saw from each other, or which movie that they saw from the other person's list, and we won't know until they tell us if they will include the opponent's, or opposition, opposition's movie onto their list. Okay? Now, that's the rules, that's what's going on, just to kind of give you a heads up. So now, I'm going to let you listen to Underwater and also Scare Package to kind of give you an idea of what you're going to be watching or listening to or what you can watch. I should say that. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get into it. Throw those things.
to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical. Sorry out there, folks. I'm trying to record. We're using a different function, uh, a different system, I should say. And it wasn't letting me know when to record. I thought I pressed the record. Well, I did press the record button, and all of a sudden, it didn't count down right away. It counted down like six seconds after I pressed record. So I was a little confused, discombobulated. But welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. And uh, today with me, I have uh, my host that you all have heard before in the past, uh, Dave P. Cole. Welcome back on the show. What we are going to do is we're going to go back in and we did a top five. And within the top five, we decided to watch each other's movies. We're going to pick a movie. He's going to pick a movie from my top five that he hasn't seen. I'm going to pick a movie from his top five that he hasn't seen. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to just give our personal opinion on that top five. It might lead out to a brawl, a big fight. It might <laughs> it might be to where hearing the other person's opinion might, might want to make you rank the movie higher. It's a possibility. We don't know where this is going to end. Now, the other thing is, too, Dave P. Cole doesn't know the movie. So, yeah, so we're going to do it that way. Forgive me for stumbling through this, but uh, yeah, so... This is all going to be new. This is all going to be hopefully pretty interesting to you guys. And uh, so, but before we begin, how yeah. have you been doing, Davey Cole? And, and we're doing spoilers, which we don't do with the top five. Thank you. Great save. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> spoilers. <Yeah. laughs> so, so how, how have you been? Uh, good. Good. Yeah, everything's pretty cool, man. Just, uh, you, know, uh, you know, just living life. I hear that, man. And uh, have you seen any other horror movies? I know, like, this is set aside from what we're doing now. Have you watched any other horror movies since uh, the top five? I was actually, I was about to ask you if you were going to check out Godzilla vs. Kong, because that came out today. I think today. But I also didn't see the Godzilla that came after Kong, either. So, I'm going to watch maybe the ending of Kong, then watch the Godzilla movie that I didn't see. And then watch everything all together. Uh, um, King of the Monsters, that one. Right, it, right. Okay. All right. I, I'm I'm interested. Like I'm not gonna lie. I've always liked Godzilla better than King Kong. I remember the black and white. I remember I saw the black and white version of King Kong, and you know it was cool. I, I didn't have a problem with it or anything. But then when God, when I would watch Godzilla, this when I was a child, when I would watch Godzilla, I was very fascinated. I was excited with Godzilla. Godzilla was way cooler. Yeah. Yeah, he had a, like a, a breath ray, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, and then not to mention when I was a kid, it was it used to be this usher, you know, rest in peace. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's, he's passed on now because he was an old man when I was a little kid. And so it was this usher that me and my cousin used to stay away from because he looked like Godzilla. So, what do you mean he looked like Godzilla? He, however, how, how Godzilla looked, that's how he looked. <laughs> His face. He, he had a Godzilla face. Yeah, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. It, 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 and I remember, like, I, but this this how I know I'm not crazy. Because a lot of times I'll do this. I'll be like, certain people look like certain people. And other people would be like, I don't really see it. And I respect that. You know what I mean? But this time I was like, yo, he looks like Godzilla. My cousin said, yeah, he does. Then I knew. <laughs> I knew that I wasn't crazy. <laughs> you know? 
but yeah so uh but yeah I, hopefully i'll i'll check out that movie once i catch up on everything else what, what about you you gonna you already caught up with, with everything oh man I, I haven't watched much of anything i saw i watched a trailer today for um the unholy have you seen mm-hmm. the trailer for that that's that looked- not one with uh i forgot the actor that plays on walking dead uh which one you carry the bat with the spikes around it um yeah that's the one yeah right oh, just yeah what's his name jeffrey dean morgan jeffrey dean morgan there we go yes yes yeah no, so I you did, did see the trailer. i'm sorry so you did see the trailer i did see the trailer yeah because I, I i felt like this would be interesting because when i saw the trailer the first thing i thought about this would be cool to see him as a protagonist you know what i mean I know in Walking Dead, he's starting to get like more, I'll say a good guy. He's getting more of a good guy role. It's slowly starting starting to turn. Um, but but normally I've only seen him or remember him as like the the villain or the, the antagonist, you know, but. I, I always remember him as the, um, the dad on Supernatural. Oh, he was the dad? Yeah, he was their dad. Oh, okay. Damn, how, how old is Jeffrey Dean Morgan? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's okay. If he was their dad, that was like what the early two thousands when um fifty four. Okay, yeah, he was, was like dad back then. Three or something. Oh, 2003? Yeah. Okay, he, he must have had that dad look. I, I can't remember him. Yeah. In, um, yeah. He oh. can't be much older than uh, than Jensen Eccles. Oh, really? <laughs> he can't. Yeah, that's hilarious. Like, I, I love when they. Yes. Uh, I, I love when they uh, cast people that are like the parents, and they're like a few years older than the actual uh, yeah. child. Yeah. Well, the, not the child, but the uh, son or the daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he. So he's eleven years older than Jensen Eccles. Wow, that's funny. So he had it. So you had him at eleven years old. Yeah, which, yeah. which is possible. Which is possible. Is possible? There's, some, there's some teachers out there, you know, that uh, <laughs> that they only get like a, a month of a, a month of uh, house arrest. <laughs> <laughs> so it's possible. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, uh, yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about each other's movies as i explained before and uh, oh i'm sorry I, was there anything else that you wanted to add to like what you've seen lately oh I, there is something i did want to add there was a series that's going to be coming out i think either later this week or next week i, I think it's i can't remember when it's it's in uh april and it's a movie called them i mean a series called them Yes. Yeah, you sent me that the other day. That looks amazing. Um, I'll tell you right now. And a lot, I'm getting Lovecraft Country vibes and Us vibes, even though it's called them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely so, Lovecraft Country vibes. Right, right. So it's, it's going to be April 9th. Okay, yep. Yep, April 9th. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. That's an Amazon show. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. I can't, I can't wait for that. And basically, it's going to be next Friday. So I'm I will be very excited for that. And uh any any other shows or movies that um come across your radar? Um no, no, nothing I know of right now. I haven't I haven't watched a lot of horror so far this year. So. Sorry, could you 
I'm sorry. I, said, uh, I haven't watched a whole lot of horror this year so far. Oh, okay. Okay. Blackman on it. Yeah, I've, I've watched. I've watched some. I watched. I watched a few horror movies that have come out, and it's funny that all of a sudden my mind is blank. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did see a few horror movies, and I, I was going to watch another horror movie, and I just told myself, not right now. Not right now. I'm not really. <laughs> I'm not really feeling. No, no. It, there's a series that I'm catching up on. Actually, I've caught up on it. It's called Freaks. Freakish. I'm sorry. Freakish, and it's on Hulu. Yeah, have you heard of that? Um, is that that zombie apocalypse show? Yeah, yeah. See, okay. I, I can never. I know a lot of people. There's some people that are getting tired of zombies. I can never get tired of it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know why. It's just because it it it's always if it's done like it has to be done correctly now. And with Freakish, I felt like they did a pretty good job. I mean, I like the characters. I like the character development. I like how they set it up. I mean, certain things were questionable, like they would drop weapons and stuff. But you would have to put yourself in that position and maybe ask yourself the question watching the show, like, hey, maybe because this situation is happening, that's why they dropped the weapon. Now, I I like that about it. It, it does, you know, like for me, it made me ask because I, I got mad. I'm like, why are they dropping weapons? They always make fun of this. You know what I mean? Like on um, Cabin in the Woods, they made fun of it. People mm-hmm. dropping their weapons, you know, from uh, like Halloween. You know, Halloween did this. They actually can kill you. So if you get bit, if you get eaten by these freaks, <laughs> they act like you'll die, you know. But now if they bite you, they'll transfer the freakish tendencies over to you so that's what kind of happens with this but I, I i really enjoyed it though. i thought it was pretty cool that's right i was actually thinking of a different show different zombie show yeah that, yeah freakish was cool oh you did see it yeah oh cool oh okay okay yeah, yeah. Did, did you see the second season uh, i can't remember i don't think we did i think we only watched the first season oh okay yeah, I, I never we never went back to it oh okay yeah man they you know how i like to write how i treat my characters when i write them um i don't i don't i I guess i'm trying to speak in code because i don't want to spoil anything for you but i i appreciate that with this with this series like i appreciate anything everything is in the air you know what i mean like you don't know who's gonna go yeah, it's set up for certain things and then you know it, it just takes you out you know what I mean so I, I you know so I'm just gonna leave it at that I know it wasn't a lot but I don't really want to spoil it I want y'all to check it out and yeah. I want Dave to see the second season yeah so. Definitely. <laughs> so uh so let's go ahead and get into it so today Dave P. Kolb and I are going to be reviewing each other's movies from the top five 2020 horror movies I think yeah. I need to have a better name than that, but <laughs> it sounds so like mundane and plain. But anyway, um, uh, yeah. So, what'd you say? Catchy like movie fights. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so would you like to start, or would you like for me to start? Um, yeah, I'll start. Okay. I'll start because I feel like what we've been talking about so far has been like we've been like circling around the movie that I watched. Okay. In ways. 
because we talked about Godzilla and there's um, giant kaiju-like creatures in this movie. We talked about okay. Lovecraft Country and the movie is based on some um, uh, Lovecraft work. Mm-hmm. Some Lovecraft work. We talked about something that was, that was another thing that you brought up and I don't remember what it was. But anyway, the movie I watched was mm-hmm. Underworld. Okay. 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 Which, which was number five on your list. It was. Coming from the bottom. So it was directed by William Urbank. And well, let me start by asking you this. Did you know that it was it was based on the Cthulhu mythos, like H.P. Lovecraft's Cthulhu? I, I didn't know that, but around the time of just got, you know, just getting through watching uh, Lovecraft Country, and also, which is weird enough, Lovecraft Country later on took me to... So what I do, folks, uh, I think I mentioned it to you, Dave. Sometimes I watch other people play video games that have storylines. I'll just go to YouTube, click on it, and just watch people play. And so they're basically, you know, narrating, or I'm watching them play a character and act out a character while I'm just watching them do it. So um, it was a uh, Lovecraft, a few Lovecraft video games that were out and it was one in particular I was watching I can't think of the name of it right now but they had those you know those large type monsters and things of that nature so I have been watching those type of uh uh, uh Lovecraft type you know uh uh mediums but I I never I mean it it reminded me it was easy for me to say it was a Lovecraft creature that was in Underworld like type so to give you uh, um idea of what I'm talking about, you know, give you a description, but I had no idea and the long way around of answering this question, I had no, no idea that this was related or they had this in mind. Man, I didn't either. I mean, I literally just found out this afternoon when I was kind of trying to make some notes for the podcast mm-hmm. and then I had to go back and, and rewatch the last like 20 minutes of the movie because uh, first of all, so it's basically it's basically the plot of Alien. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then they have, but they have like an accident on the, you know, driller base or whatever, the underground base. There's a drilling accident and there's an earthquake. And then the crew of this um, facility are trying to make it to safety. So that's what the whole movie's about. But at the same time, on the sort of on the outskirts, there are these like little glimpses of creatures. And that's where the alien part comes in. So it's kind of like a, they're trying to hold off the reveal of the creatures and stuff. Mm. Uh, so right, right. But it was totally alien. Like I got that from the very beginning. So they tried, you know. And it was, it was. I think they did a good job of like creating that claustrophobic feel, like the underwater. Right. You know, stuck on this uh, like deep, deep underwater on this you know research facility. So I, I liked the I liked the atmosphere of it, but then but then to go back, just to go back to what I was saying was I had to go back and watch the last twenty minutes to actually see the see the connection, and then and then when I did I was like oh yeah okay now I see the Cthulhu thing, mm. but you didn't really get a good now now like let me ask you this now did you have a problem with that with which part oh, I'm sorry the part where not being able to see the large kaiju. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because the whole movie was 
leading up to that, right? Like that's that was the that was like the big reveal, and then you couldn't even really tell what it was. A, a really good shot of the monster, like it was always very obscured and like you right. know through the underwater, you know, unfocused lens. Well, all right, I I'll, I'll I have to do this. I think this where this where the debate might come in. Okay, okay. So, oh, before we begin with that, please bring me back. I did want to say the alien. I, I wasn't sure about if we meant we talked. I don't know if I would talked about it with you, but I was like something reminded me of Alien, but it was the opposite. Where like an alien, it kind of you had somebody that was against you type of thing but then in this one everybody was kind of working together and i was like that's what i kind of appreciated that, that was that with you yeah that's true yeah okay okay, okay cool cool, cool. I that. It, it, was, I, I it was like um i'm trying to think of another movie it was like a disaster movie right but with the alien with the alien storyline going on at the same time right right yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah uh but okay so and and bring me back so and you just said oh yeah the uh visual so I kind of felt that when you go deep underwater, you're not going to be able to see anything. I, that's just my like, like depending how like how far they how you go um, in the trenches. Right. They, were, they were two miles down, I think is what it said. Right, and I I think it's really going to be hard. And and on top, and, and number two, it's sometimes creatures or monsters, and especially this time around this day and age, they can look a little silly. You know, like no, there's no creature that scary looking anymore. I mean, you know, like you had Hellraiser, you had so many creature type movies, even ridiculous creatures, I might add too, that came out in the 80s, you know what I mean? Um, 90s, uh, well actually 90s was more ghost, uh, either 90s or 2000 were like more ghost type of things, like you had the ring and all of that stuff. And that was considered creepy if you put the hair over the person's face and all of that. But <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I felt like creatures can really showing the creature can actually make it look more stupid. It, it it's it's room to make it look more stupid. That's what I feel. Well, I I mean, yeah, I understand your point. Like, that's that's true. But if you if you're setting up a movie to where the whole thing you're you're leading up to this payoff and the payoff is showing the monster, then you have to deliver on that. Otherwise, you have to structure the movie differently if you're not going to show the monster, which and that can be effective, too. But you have to do it differently if you're going to make that work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, no, I understand that point. Um, I guess it, it, for me, it was more or less like if I was there with her, uh, with the young lady, um, I forgot the, the character's name. But if I was in the space station with her and how large that beast was i probably wouldn't get a, a close-up of it you know what i mean like like it, it's all about position like if if the if the um the uh uh i can't think of the space state the the underwater station if the underwater station was like leveled with the monster i totally would agree you know what i mean but it was like like it was so tall and big and then the the, the water is so dark so it kind of puts me in the mind of I probably wouldn't get a good look at it, but I see where you're coming from, where you want to get a good payoff. But for me, I, like I kind of sometimes when I watch movies, I put myself in the position of the character, or or you know, what I do if I was next to the character. Like for example, a lot of I've done it in this movie during the underwater scene when they go into water and they like like they don't have 
oxygen. I hold my breath along with them just to see yeah. if I can make it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so like, so it was easy for me to put myself in that position to kind of look out and be like, all right, you know, like I probably wouldn't see what that monster looks like, you know. So I, I, I can see where you're coming from for the story aspect, you know what I mean? But I also, I, I, I didn't have a problem with that. I would say that. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, but it, I think it's kind of weird that like I didn't even know that it was like a Lovecraft Cthulhu mythos story um, oh so it, it, it was a part of the story it wasn't like we just like this inspired me this was a, a lovecraft story well it, it's not it wasn't based on any lovecraft story but that was Cthulhu at the end. it was it's basically a lovecraft like what am i trying to say like fan fiction kind of thing mm. oh okay oh okay got you now, do you know if any? You say you're not you're not certain if there were any actual Lovecraft creatures that that creature could have been. Do you think so? Or yeah, that was Cthulhu. That oh, that was Cthulhu. That was Cthulhu. Oh. That's what I'm, like you know to not even realize that until or to not even know that until afterwards. Maybe maybe that's a marketing thing. Like maybe they should have like talked about that with the film but then i guess that gives away the ending too right so i don't know interesting because i not at one point did i put you know I, I it was easy to it was easy to make a description to compare it to cthulhu <laughs> but to say it right. was cthulhu my mind is blown right now dave <laughs> 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 yeah that's what happened to me when i was um trying to make notes for the podcast <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> That was Cthulhu. I gotta go back and rewatch that then. Oh wow! So now I'm not too familiar with Cthulhu. Uh, now they, they he actually has the little swimmers, a little offspring or whatever. I guess he sends out his sperm or whatever from his tentacles. He definitely has the offspring stuff, but I don't. I honestly oh. am not too familiar with it either. Okay. Okay. Um, but, I think he has like brothers. I know he has like. I think he does have like a family. It's like a whole bunch of them. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. They're like the. They're called the elder gods, and there's all kinds of right. different ones. Isn't like one trapped on another planet on Jupiter or something like that? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, was, was there anything else? Um, just my. I liked. I liked the. I like the part where she like used the flare gun to get out of the mouth of the the Cthulhu offspring the spawn. That was that was my that was my favorite kill scene, even though it wasn't really a kill scene. And and repeat that. I'm sorry. You said when he when when she, when she got um, she was like being swallowed by the spawn. Okay. Fired the flare gun. In, from inside was that toward the end yeah okay yeah. okay uh, that must have been around the time when she was in the um in the i forgot what part of the uh building she was in under order and they were all hanging upside down exactly yeah that was okay. the conclusion of that scene like after they woke up and one of them one of them swallows her oh okay okay I thought that was cool. And then um, now that now that when I knew that it was Cthulhu and I went back and watched it, 
then I appreciated the um, the monster reveal at the end a little more. Although oh, every okay. time every time somebody sacrifices themselves like that, I'm always like, wouldn't you just try to like kind of squeeze into one of those escape pods, like try to double up? You know, it's probably. Well, my thing. Well, my thing was, what, what? Didn't she have to do something automatically? I haven't seen it in a while, so you can probably let me know on that. Didn't she have to like do something manually? I meant to say. Yeah, to do the, um, to make the nuclear core of the base explode. Right, 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 right. So it did seem awfully easy to, um, <laughs> to detonate that nuclear core. Like it seems like there should be some more safety measures to keep that from happening. <laughs> right, right. You need it's two like, people to do it. Somebody needs to turn the key on one end, and the other person needs to turn the key right. on the other end. <laughs> like now, you just hit Shift Alt Delete, and uh, <laughs> that's all you gotta do. <laughs> I, I, I can imagine uh, uh, how. Uh, what's that? It's a um, a YouTube channel. I think it's called How It Should End, or something like that. And I can imagine. Uh, uh, somebody doing alternate control alternate delete control yeah 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 so somebody does a control alternate delete because they messed up and everything just turns red and blows up and that's it the end of the movie before it even started but, <laughs> but uh those sacrifice movies i feel like it's okay and then it, it kind of gives you the uh, mindset did did the creatures make it to the pod on time like did all the creatures get destroyed because you know it has to float in the water for a little minute before rescue can come and those creatures they can you know try to you know bust inside those you know escape pods right so did it get all the creatures or was it just because they were they were going they were pretty fast they were coming up on that pod pretty fast yeah exactly yeah so it had to destroy all the creatures but not hurt the the pods or the people inside. right right so i'm pretty sure it should have been a few creatures that should have been lingering that they probably had to deal with which you can uh i guess make a part two for now now what's cthulhu cthulhu destroyed that that part i can't remember it it seemed that way okay yeah they definitely made it seem that way oh okay okay yeah and oh it was a a part that i did um i think on the first podcast that we discussed the top five and I was like, it was something I said, I don't want to say it yet. You know what I mean? I'm going to let everybody watch it and eventually we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the part. I so it. I thought it was the monster thing at the end. Okay, cool. So. No, that wasn't it. No, not, not okay. at all. Uh, uh, it's very, very smaller than that. So it was a prediction, actually. I was watching it with uh, Nikki, Nikki Lachey. And I made a bet. So the guy, I can't think of the uh, actor's name. He played on uh, a movie called Black Box. And it's like a, a horror movie that came out in 2020 as well. And he was the the uh, black dude that was on, well, he was the only black dude that was on it. But so I, re- I recognized him. I'm like, oh, that's old boy from Black Box. You know, da, 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 da. So I said, <laughs> when, they, when it came time for them to get suits, I said, yo, he's the black dude. Watch him get the faulty suit. Not knowing, I was just talking shit. I thought I was just being jaded, so I was just like, you know, yeah, I want to give it. I to give the black guy the uh, the faulty suit, and so me and Nikki laughed or whatever the case. I knew he was gonna die. I wanted him to survive, but I was like, I wonder how he's gonna die. 
as soon as they opened up that uh that elevator i guess they went down the elevator shaft or whatever and um as soon as they opened up and this mass crap me and nikki just looked at each other like get the fuck out of here oh my god <laughs> and so and so when it fully opened it was like wait he just exploded we were like she's talking about you right you predicted the movie <laughs> I did not want to be right. I mean, I knew he was going to die, but I did not want to be right. I'm like, God damn it. They really did give his ass the faulty suit. <laughs> but yeah. But I, that, that's what it was, though. <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> but, uh, so, so, so what did you, uh, so what did you have uh, put that, this film in your top five? No, I would not. My top five is gonna stand. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. And uh, uh, who, who's your MVC for most valuable character? Valuable character. I guess it's got to be um, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I did like her. I did like her in this film. She killed Cthulhu. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You can't get more badass than that. I mean, that's to be honest, man. That's 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 uh that's a little bit better than Ripley. Oh no! <laughs> How would you compare her against Ripley? Uh, well, she's dead. Ripley's still alive, so technically, Ripley's, Ripley's dead. Her clone is alive. Okay, all right, but she made it for three movies. Right? <laughs> that is true. But she, she, she had help. She had the she military. She had so she made it to the sequel, so she wins. You, you say what now? I said she made it to the sequel, so she wins. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was the, you said? Well, oh yeah, what was the best kill scene? Now the best kill scene. Now were you saying that was when she had the flare gun and she burst out? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, what would you rate this film? Well, I was gonna give it six Elder Gods, but I'm gonna reduce it to five now because they gave Black Man the the faulty suit. Oh yeah. <laughs> So, oh, Dave Picot, was was that was that everything you needed to say about Underwater? Yes, it was. I'm 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 ready to hear what you watched. I'm ready to okay. move on. Okay, I'm gonna be a little extra. You mind if I get a little extra? Yes. I mean, no, I don't mind. Please do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I do. Be extra. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what do you think is the movie that I watched? Um, I think it was Freaky. Wrong. Actually, I did watch that. Ah, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said it. Well, I, damn it. <laughs> that messes up for next time, I guess. But um, but I'm gonna watch something else. That way, you don't know if I pick Freaky or not. Right. So, but no, no, it, it's not Freaky. The movie that I decided to watch this time was Scare Package. Nice. All right. Yes. Yes. So I watched Scare Package. So it's about uh, an owner named Chad. Uh, He owns Horror Emporium, and he recounts a series of bone-chilling, blood-splattering tales to illustrate the rules of the horror genre to his newest employee. So 
the director for this film is uh, Courtney Andijar. I think I pronounced their name correctly. And you have Hillary Andijar. Andijar. Am I not, am I pronouncing the name correctly? Andujar. A N D U J A R. Was the J silent? I think it was Aaron Kuntz and Cameron Burns who created the the concept, and then um, the woman you're talking about did one of the segments. Oh, you're right. You're right. Several so, several different directors did the individual segments. Right, 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 right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, so Aaron B. Kuntz. That's right. And so yeah, I did. Uh, looking at, I was looking at my notes from last time. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I, I did enjoy myself. This was an interesting movie. Um, it was. You said what now? That it was fun, right? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Uh, I would say that at first, I believe it started with uh, what was it, Mike in the cold opening. And then um, it went on to that, to One Time in the Woods. Then uh, one was called Mr. Girls Night Out of Body. Uh, the Night uh, He Came Back Again, Part 4, Final Kill. He had so much to do. The Horror Hypothesis and Rad Chad's Horror Emporium. So that's which each, uh, I guess... Um, well, the frame, the frame was actually what the um, uh, Rad Chad Tara Emporium. That was the the frame, and the others were kind of, you know, just kind of put in there. Like you had the different main characters that would watch a film, or the film is explained, and then they show a movie, and it goes right into uh, the story, and then. Uh, sometimes when the movie's over they go back into the actual frame whatever the frame story and you'll see different characters acting out you know the parts or whatever Um, I thought it was real cool I I enjoyed the characters Um, I felt that the the characters I won't say they were they were relatable but the frame characters they were they were very enjoyable to watch now the characters it was meant to be like a a parody parody here we go so it was it was basically like a parody of just different horror movies it was like fun a fun way of doing horror and i did want to do this i I rated i rated the um well i put in order the different stories that's what i was talking about earlier with you before the show about i didn't know if you want to do this but i didn't want to spoil the um you know the movie so you know what i was going to pick so but but what I was talking about was I, I rated each I categorized each each um story. So so like my let's see, was it number so number one, I would say my favorite. I should go backwards, but I guess I can go backwards. So my number eight, my least favorite, was Girls Night Out of Body. I didn't like that too, so that was kind of boring to me. Um no, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. With the them licking the lollipop, and then when you mm-hmm. lick the lollipop, you become like a demon face or whatever, and then the girls are getting stalked or whatever. Um, Mister, the werewolf one. That was my you second. Just, your description of that made it sound much more interesting than the finished product was. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
So then you then you had Mister. Uh, it was my least favorite. Uh, I get I got the humor in it. I did get the that that was pretty interesting um, about a bunch of uh, uh, there was what uh, a men's society you know about being a man and you know like a, not a like a meeting not, not like some something like an AA meeting but it was like for men and men losing their masculinity and stuff like that and you know they wanted to get their masculinity back and come to find out like everybody in the circle were werewolves and the person that infiltrated the circle he was a werewolf killer. And then he comes back. I think he what cuts off the uh, the uh, the hair off the wolf, or they he skins it and brings it back to his wife. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm like re- I'm remembering these as you're talking about. Oh, them. okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. So right, he though. does that, and so the uh, come to find out, they're like a, a secret society that are wolf killers or wolf hunters and they, they all have hoods and sheets and stuff like that actually no they were satanic devil worshippers wasn't there a pentagram in the middle of the floor <laughs> I don't remember Maybe. I think there was a pentagram I think so so you all check that out um, and so my number six was so much to do now so much to do I thought it was pretty interesting I like, I like how it started off because I felt like it felt natural when the girls were in the car it was like it started off where i got i forgot why the, the young lady was on the side of the road but she was talking to her friend and they were just having a back and forth conversation it was it was comedic but it felt like a real conversation you know what i mean between women with me you know what i mean so uh but then like fall comes and uh, uh i forgot what happened some guy somehow he gets possessed it was like a secret society that grabs this guy up and uh, they possess him and he has this mark on his head I don't know if it's supposed to be the mark of the beast who knows and so uh, this guy somehow takes over the uh, main character's body the woman that was talking to her friend earlier on and when that happens she like I, I guess the for some reason the guy goes back to his house I, I don't know but at, while possessing the woman's body and then they get into a fight with one another and it's a long drawn out matrix fight and so you know and you know it, it had try to have his comedic moments um it was one part that was funny like every time they would fight each other in the background on the tv it would show like it was a show that was coming on but it just it showed the intro of the show and it was a guy that it was the same character or the same guy playing each character i thought that was pretty funny and then um <laughs> Then at the end, you know what I'm saying? The, of course, the woman gets control of her body. I, it might it might have been a, a, a sexist thing, you know? Like, men are controlling women's bodies. I don't know. But at the end of it, what ended up happening was she left, but somebody was following her. And it ends. And I, and I was kind of curious. I was like, oh, man, I, I wish I knew who was following her and where this is going and why this was happening. Because I, you didn't know anything about this cult that, you know, that got the got the uh guy and and turned him into a spirit and put this emblem on his head like you didn't know anything about that and that right. kept me kind of intrigued with you know that story so oh did, did you have anything to say about that one or you want me to just try to make it through no keep going keep going because i i'm like just remembering him as you're talking oh okay cool cool and then you have uh my number five is one time in the woods uh that one <laughs> That one was kind of crazy. 
Um, so it's basically about a group of people who are camping in the woods and they come across the strangers like, hey, hey guys, um, I'm dangerous. You all need to run. And they're like looking at the guy like, what? Now the acting was, you know, I felt like the story or the comedy was better than the acting, you know what I'm saying? But it's not meant for the characters to be believable because it is a, a comedy horror. So, but it was kind of like, you know, they would do stuff like he was like, you all need to run. And then he basically begins to transform and melt. And so while he's melting, they pick up sticks and start hitting with the, like, and it's not like real big sticks. Like you can re- really do damage to anybody. It's little twigs. You know what I mean? If, if a child that was getting whipped back in the, in the eighties, by their parents and they made them get the, the, the switch or whatever you'd be happy if you got that switch the switch they were hitting him with so you know so it was kind of like all right you know but at the same time it was gross as fuck and it showed like uh right. like a puddle of uh, goop like this flesh you know what i mean on the ground yeah. and so while that's going on they um get like yeah. this this one was yes what would you say I said this one was hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, and so what happened was they get the girl had to fight, you know, the the killer or whatever the case, and you know, it had a funny little ending. I'll let you all check that. I'm not gonna spoil that part, but it was like a funny little ending on that one. Then you had uh, Mike in the cold open. I thought that was pretty cool, where you had uh, some guy. He wants. He thinks he's in a movie, and he wants to play the best role if i'm not mistaken you know it's not like a movie but he just assumes that he's in the movie i I don't know why yet i can't remember but but so what happens is he meets a group of girls and he wants to be the hero that was the thing that was his thing he wants to have purpose in life and be the hero and he wanted to be heroic for the girls but trying to be heroic for the girls he ended up becoming like a serial killer by accident and you're probably like what does that mean but yeah so basically he was trying to do the right thing the girls were very uh leery of him you know they felt like something was up with him and they felt that they were protecting themselves and by protecting themselves that mean they had to get rid of the problem he was the problem and it was like uh he was like a jar jar banks you know like he was just you know like like he was just evading their attacks but accidentally killing them you know what i'm saying at the same time so i, I thought that was pretty funny and in, in the interaction with him and um his best friend his best friend was a, a police officer and you know and they just have like a sit down heart to heart how he messed up and the girls are dead and he was like well you know i tried to do the right thing and she was like you know i understand you know what i mean and she puts him in handcuffs and walks him out to the car so i thought that was cool i like i did like that uh that um right that's right that one was good yeah (laughs) number three was the night the the night he came back again part four final kill that was that was really good um i mean it, it had a little quirky or silly acting you know what i mean but i did like the the play that they probably were going off on uh jason um and probably any other killer like what step stepdad i think it was a movie a horror movie called stepdaddy or something like that where he oh, kept yeah. coming back yeah you know, like, what'd you say yeah they made like six of those right exactly exactly so it was always that you know, uh, they kill the killer, and my, Halloween falls in that category too. You kill the killer, and then they keep coming back for the sequel. And so, what they did was it kind of, if you remember, Jason goes to hell. Jason goes to hell. It was like, all right, we always go through all of this stuff with Jason. How about with this? We're gonna just destroy Jason at the beginning. 
And so what they did was, you know, they shot Jason up with a whole bunch of bullets. You know, like it really was like, oh shit, I'm not used to seeing Jason go through this. And then they blew him up. And it was like, God damn, we always said that. We should just blow Jason up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so this movie was kind of like that. It was like, like uh, like like I said, it was part four. So they were pretty much fed up, you know what I mean, with this character. And Scream, Scream falls into that category too, but uh, you know, I, but it's different. It's just the the uh, costume uh, or the um, the lore survives, but the person dies. So I guess Scream might be a little different. But um, this one, the person actually keeps coming back. So they finally get uh, the killer. They get the killer, they tie him up, the girl stabs him to death. And, you know, he has this ridiculous laugh and the smirk that you can see through the mask, you know, when he's making this laugh. And so, or why he's laughing, I should say. And so um, they finally, uh, they, they do different things. They cut him up, they electrocute him, they cut him in half, they do all sorts of things. And so um, I, I thought that one was, was a, a pretty good one. I, I did enjoy it. And it's gory as hell. It's very gory, along with the um, uh, One Time in the Woods. One Time in the Woods is very gory, too. And so, um, so that was my number three. Number two is uh, Rad Chad Tar uh, Emporium. I, fo- I felt like, even though it was just a frame story, I really did enjoy it. I really felt like it was um, very entertaining. Very entertaining. It was funny. Um, so yeah, I, I you know it's 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 frame. You know what I mean? I know I did uh, put it high on the list, but I really enjoyed the frame. And my number one was the horror hypothesis. I felt like it really was pretty interesting how the characters from the frame finally got pulled into the actual story um, of of this film. Um, And then we get to see what happens to the different characters. Certain people turn out to be who they aren't, you know what I mean? Uh, Because the frame is about uh, a new employee that's working into a, you know, that's working uh, in a video store. And one guy wants to be working in a video store but the uh owner or the um supervisor doesn't want the guy to, to work there because he doesn't like them even though the guy want, knows his stuff and so there's a lot of framework of character development going on as the movie progresses and then finally we get to see and understand that the new employee isn't a new employee he actually like was like a scientist in the lab or something like that that are doing studies right. on uh yeah, what were they? Oh, go on, go on. Oh, oh, oh. they were doing studies on horror movies. How I, I, I forgot some something about. I guess they got uh, they they basically kidnapped uh, multiple people, and one of the people was the store uh, the store the video store owner. And um, what ends up happening is like little cliches that are happening in this movie or in this segment is related to being in a horror movie like you had different rules where if the killer is too close to the car the car won't start so you got to move the killer away from the car so the car can start you know what i mean like um another one if the killer is behind you like they did a test where the killer was chained up and they got a you know one of the women uh that were um kidnapped that was kidnapped they had her on a treadmill and they had a treadmill that the killer was on and they had the treadmill that the woman was on and as the killer is running behind her on the treadmill, for some reason that kept making the woman fall on the treadmill. You know, the old <laughs> cliche that women, you know, people can't run in horror movies. Yeah. So, so that, that, that was pretty cool. And so I really enjoyed that one. Um, that was my, that was actually my number one um, uh, 
segment, you know, if I can call it that. What would be the, the correct terminology for it? Um, segment? Uh, segment works, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that, that, that was my number one. I really like um, I really like the horror hypothesis. And um, my most valuable character for the whole film had to be Chad Buckley, played by Jeremy King. Chad Buckley was the supervisor of the horror, well, not horror video store, but supervisor of the video store. And so I really liked his character. The the best kills, I have to say the night came back, the, the night he came back again, part four, final cut, um, it was a lot of great kills in that one. Um, but the one that really stuck out the most for me to be like, holy shit, was when the the main intact the protagonist, the, the final girl, you know, she's the one that was, as I mentioned before, you know, stabbing the killer and trying to find new ways to kill the guy that keeps coming back, the, the killer that right. keeps coming back. And so finally she gets like a a, a wood chipper. And she puts the killer. I don't know how she gets him in there, but you know, we find he he's in the wood chipper, and she's like, you know, we're watching his body get like shredded, and blood is squirting everywhere. Now, some people are like, well, you know, it was that that did see this movie, like, ah, oh, it was no, way more better kills than that visually. I agree. If you're thinking that, I do agree with you. But the reason why I think this kill was the best kill was a simple fact right before. He was uh, incinerated, or not incinerated, or uh, you said what now? Chopped up. Yeah, chopped up. You know what I'm saying? And, and piles of goop. The last thing he said was, "You're my sister." And then he and she's like, "What?" You know? I was, <laughs> like, I was like, "Holy shit, that was good!" I actually stood up and gave an applause. I was like, "Oh, that is so amazing. That was so dope." You know, I love that. I love that. So you know, so um, yeah. So I did um. I did uh, uh, think that was pretty cool for the best kill. Um, would I put this in my top five? Yes. Would you? I would. I no? Would. The reason why. The reason why I wouldn't do it is because I already had a comedic horror movie that was in there, and that was uh, Peckerhead. Peckerhead. And so, and I actually was like, would I how would this movie fare up against Peckerhead? Which was, which isn't fair. And I'll be honest, like I had under uh, underwater on here. Now, did I enjoy this better than underwater? <sighs> I, yeah, but not in the right way of horror. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, like, like for a horror movie, like it's certain elements that I like. And for this one, for this movie, I had to go definitely. You know what I mean? But it wasn't... I, I don't think there was a time that I felt fear. Or not really fear, but just being uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, certain, certain whole, times I'll... Uh, the whole thing was like... Uh, uh, every segment was kind of a parody of, of horror movies. And, and they're slashers. Right, right, right. Yeah. So so it was so there were things I were grossed out about. Not grossed out, but you know, I was like, ew, that was gross, you know what I mean? But um but I, I didn't really feel that and uh I have to say with underwater, the reason why I wouldn't put it in underwater slot is because underwater did have that like you said earlier, that claustrophobic feeling, that mystery, will they make it out alive? You know what I mean? Like, you know, who's gonna make it out type of thing. 
So I and I didn't really get that. that. That's one. That's one of the qualities I would want for a horror movie. Now to say that you know, and 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 that's why I put it up against a comedy horror because I only had one comedy horror up there, and that actually had that as well. You know what I mean? Like it had that you know that great character development, but it had okay. you know okay. I, I okay. felt like it would it would just be superior to Scare Package. Um, the You're saying Uncle Peckerhead had that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like 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 I would have to compare it to that to take that slot, even though Uncle Peckerhead is pretty high up there. But because I think that was my number two, so yeah, so I would have to see if you know by it being a comedy horror, if uh, this film, if I, if I didn't have Uncle Peckerhead on there, let's say it never came out, this film would be on there. But but it had to go against Uncle Peckerhead because it's a comedy, and I had to have most I had to have mostly like hardcore type of comedies. You know what I mean? That give you that real comedy, comedy, horror. That the real hardcore type of horror that gives you that you know that feeling of desperation or whatever that horror feeling is supposed to give you. It, it had to, you know, it had to have that. So I would, I couldn't have two comedic horrors on my list. So that's why I wouldn't um, pick that. Okay, okay. But, but it was rating, also, uh, it's also an anthology movie, though. You said what now? You could put it on there because it's an anthology movie. True, true, true. Well, let me but, ask you: What was uh, the? How did? How would you rank this with? Like just off the top of your head, other anthology horror movies. Uh, it would be in the mix. It definitely would be in the mix. Um, but we have to get specific, right? Like it, it was one yeah. called Trick or Treat. Uh, that for some reason that's the first one that popped in my head oh yeah trick or treat's better yeah you know what I mean Um, (laughs) like I mean I I haven't seen Tales from the Dark Side the movie in a while Um, and it's hard to do so it's hard to really do that one what's some good anthology movies it's like I've seen some too but I feel like it was better than VHS the first one yeah definitely the first one um, cause the first one only had the best one that VHS had was, uh, was the, was the glasses. I, I would like to see a, a full movie with that done correctly. <laughs> yeah. That, that was good. That was good. I, I want to know more about her mythos and, and, um, you know, her background and, you know, like, like what yeah. makes her tick, you know what I mean? And, you know whatever happened to the guy you know what i'm saying like that you know that that was pretty good that was pretty good but yeah the rest of them were kind of weird now vhs3 i don't know i, um, I think it was a pretty I good one with vhs3 three. huh i didn't see three uh, it's either two or three it was one of them had it where the my favorite one was when <laughs> was when um the guy makes a machine that makes an alternate universe and he runs into his alternate self and they trade places. And the- oh, I think you told me about this. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I think this is, I think, yeah, I think this is VHS. I wanna say it was VHS because- You had different dicks or something? Like- Yeah, what now? The, the alternate universe guy had like a monster dick or something? Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. That one was pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would say VHS. Yeah, it's it's better than it's 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 better than especially one. I'm trying to remember two. 
some of the stuff that happened in two and it might be better than the, the second one too and it could be on par or better than part three but i it, it was just certain ones i did like and i did get that feeling of holy shit you know what i'm saying or just or just that claustrophobic i wonder what's going to have happen next feeling you know what i mean so i i, and I really respect that in horror movie so that that's the only reason why but yeah it's probably better than one and two um as of uh What's, what's it called? VHS? VHS, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that came from. Yeah, VHS. Um, are we top five anthology horror horror anthology movies? That would be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I remember now because the um the frame for um, for VHS three, I wanna say it was it had something to do with it was like a jigsaw type of thing where a guy had to it was was being uh, what, what did he he had to he had to do some missions somebody his girl got kidnapped and he had to go around and do missions like some type of you know mission or whatever in the frame and then you had, then i forgot how they went to the different stories i think he went to a van an abandoned van and uh and get vhs tapes and and play it and that's when we went into the story i think that's what happened but yeah so but my my rating for this film I would probably give this seven and a half VHS tapes. All right. <laughs> yeah, I give this seven and a half VHS tapes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. That's that's it. So yeah. So how, how did you how did you feel? Um, well, you actually told me how you felt about this. So, but yeah. Yeah. I would give it seven. Um, seven. I don't know. I don't have anything. Seven. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't do. I didn't. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you said what now? I just said I'll just give it a seven. I don't have anything clever. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, for the seven, uh, underwater seven lollipops that turn you into demons when you lick them. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it sounds so much better when when it says so that makes so much, so much sense. That's a good way. Um, but for the underwater, I, I didn't rate that one actually. For for the underwater, I give it. Six and a half faulty suits for black people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, but now, you know, I, I felt like, how'd you feel about this, uh, Dave P. Cole? How'd you feel about how we did this? This format? I liked it. Yeah. You liked it? Cool, cool. Yeah, so, I, I so I think next time we probably have a, a better hand in it. We'll be pretty good. Uh, I'll listen to it and see if I if I shouldn't like I guess if I got a little too descriptive on the um the anthology anthology one but yeah so I guess we, what we'll do from this point is um oh uh, did, did, did you want to talk about anything else I don't think so I'm not okay. what do we got left let's see so your top five is underwater spell host uncle peckerhead hashtag alive then I had Freaky, Scare Package, Come to Daddy, Hashtag Alive, and Relic. And seems like both of us are staying pat with those, right? Is it both of us what now? Both of us are keeping our top five where it is. No changes. Yeah, yeah pretty much. No, no one has infiltrated the top five yet. Okay. okay. It's impenetrable so far. <laughs> and we're going to see which one's walls will come down. <laughs> Pause.
is all of that. <laughs> but yeah, nah, that's what's up, man. Hey, Dave P. Cole, it's, it's always great having you on the show. And uh, I'm glad I definitely got a chance to get you back on instead of uh, waiting to get you back on in December <laughs> or in October. Right. I know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so so it's dope to, you know, to have you back on and, you know, we need to get you on more things and uh, hopefully we probably get you on some kicking the shit stuff. We just talk about random stuff, too, you know. I would love to. I, I listened to the um, the Justice League podcast and I was a little bit jealous. A little bit jealous. I I um I loved I loved oh this is way too much of a uh, tangent, but um the comparison of God I can't think of his name, Steppenwolf and Starscream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember which one of you brought that up. I think it was you, but Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was perfect. <laughs> Yeah, man. That's, that's, that was my favorite Transformer, too, was Starscream. One of my favorites was Starscream. I felt bad for him, you know. I always felt like he he had the, the bad end of the stick a lot of times. Yeah, but, but he, had one, he had his one shot for about five minutes before uh, Galvatron showed up. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, and, um, and even even though this is horror, I'm going I'm to go a little horror on Transformers. You know, to make it to make it all to bring it all together. Another thing, it was a comic book that was out because you know, like Transformers have their own comic books, and so it was a comic book that they had, and it was where Starscream was the leader of the Decepticons, mm. and he actually Galvatron or Megatron came back, and he wanted to destroy Starscream. Now, this is the thing, though. This is the difference between, I guess, the movie and the comic book. This one played out a little bit more. It was more dialogue and it was more feeling from Starscream. Starscream, when Megatron was gone, Starscream had to deal with a lot of stuff dealing with the Decepticons. Like they wouldn't listen to him. They were hard to control. And you know, Megatron was kind of like, you know, to control the, the Decepticons, you had to be pretty badass or, or, you know, like you had to like basically get your cannon and blow somebody's head off to make a point. You know what right. I mean? So, and that's who Megatron was. Starscream is not that type of guy or a guy robot. So, or being whatever. So, uh, the thing was, so he, so he, he was dealing with a lot. He couldn't control them. And on top of that, there was cannibalism that was going on with the Decepticons because Starscream couldn't provide them any food. He wouldn't put them in the course to conquer other stuff so they could eat and survive. <laughs> so, by the time Megatron came back, Megatron saw what happened to the Decepticons. He was like pissed with Starscream. So he was like trying to kill Starscream, but Starscream was so depressed that he didn't care. He wanted Megatron to kill him. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Megatron was like, you know, he, he didn't feel right because he wanted Starscream to, uh, the, to, you know, cry for his life and plead and beg before he killed him. And Starscream wouldn't do it. He was like, do it. Kill me. I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Kill me. And so the whole time Megatron was trying to, he was like, well, I can't kill him. So he was just trying to belittle him. And you can see like Starscream, like how they drew the panels. He was just really breaking <laughs> down emotions. Weird version of Transformers. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. Like it, it is. And that's it's so strange. And and it was so it was dark too. And it was like, and like he Starscream even when he when like Megatron wouldn't shoot him. 
but he would talk shit to Starscream and Starscream had enough and he shot at Megatron and, and flew off. And so Starscream, you know, Megatron like, yeah, I finally got him. You know what I'm saying? I got him where I want him. Now I get to kill him. And then finally caught up with him. Starscream like, do it. Like, nah, that's not the attitude you're supposed to have. You, I thought, you know, like by him fleeing, you thought he was going to be begging for his life and stuff. But he basically <laughs> was like, when he caught up with him, you know, he beat the shit out of him. He beat the shit out of Starscream. And he decided to keep Starscream alive so he can remind him every day of his fuck up and torture him. That That's how that comic book ended. <laughs> <laughs> that's some crazy shit, man. Yeah, I know, right? So, I, you know, that's, that, that, that's the closest I can bring Transformers to horror. But, <laughs> but uh, nah. But again, man, I appreciate it, Dave P. Cole, for coming on. Um, we definitely got to do more. Um, more appreciate food. you having me. Oh, no problem, no problem. And, and and we got to review. We we got to even review some movies together too, man. So we, we're gonna talk about uh, kicking the shit to see uh, if we can get you on the same day as everyone, and also um, you know just reviewing movies and like doing this again, you know definitely definitely i want to all right that's what's up man all right man all right folks uh oh dave picot would you like to give everyone your uh your uh instagram or um twitter your social media sure i'm on i'm david p linkedin <laughs> i'm at david p on twitter and on instagram um although i'm slightly more active on twitter than i am on instagram so okay nice and you can find me on Critical Blue Reviews, Critical with a K on Instagram. You can find me on Critical Blue Reviews, Critical with a K as well on uh, Twitter. And find me at Critical Blue, Critical Blue with a K, or Critical with a K, I should say, on Facebook. And uh, for those out there who haven't done it yet, please make me last by giving listeners support to the podcast. For those who are already doing it, thank you so much. And thank you for listening. And uh, thanks for uh, being back on Critical Blues Reviews, Dave P. Cole. Absolutely. Everybody stay safe. All right. I'll take it easy. Wait, what the hell is this? Don't start talking about Transformers at the end. I mean, it's supposed to be a bloodbath. This is a horror movie. Uh, throw them things. Whatever I said at the beginning. I think I said throw them things. Because, you know, like Jason, when he throws them things, it always hits the target. But anyway, y'all supposed to be throwing them things, goddammit. Y'all supposed to be, it's supposed to be a blood fight, supposed to be blood sport. You know, when Rob Van Dam first came in the picture, you know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to be a back and forth, you know? I'm, I'm taking total control of this. You know, I, I watch too much wrestling to be a part of this medium, and there's no conflict. You know what? I'm going to make it happen. We're going to throw them things for real next time. Yep. Stay tuned.